ministry, which is Sister in Christ, Rachel, Kylie, Renee. Come on, let's see what the Lord has to say to us today. Good evening, good evening. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brethren ministry, which is Sister in Christ, Rachel, Carlene, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. So welcome everybody to Speak Life. Today is the last day of February for this year. We'll never see this day again, uh, February 28th, 2022. So enjoy it as the sun is setting. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully, you know, whatever we needed to do in February, even, oh, I didn't do it. <laughs> but whatever we need to do in February is out of here. Yeah. Um, so I am lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting you up. I'm lifting up your whole household. I'm lifting up your whole household. I am lifting up the kingdom family worldwide, the beloved of God, the martyr saints, the persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, and worn, and even withered, lifting up the children worldwide, lifting up families. Um, of all those going through lifting up Ukraine and all our brothers and sisters worldwide who are going through things, but we are lifting up Ukraine in the name of Jesus, Lord, um, show yourself strong and mighty on the behalf of your people in the name of Jesus. Um, and I am lifting up those that are like the burden bearers, those that are, you know, Freaking with us, says the Lord, have to bring it forth. I don't know what's going on with my tongue, but it's going to be all right in the name of Jesus. So lifting all those up that even are carrying prayers on their shoulders or praising for others or worshiping, all of those are gifts of God um, to go into his nostrils as a sweet smell in the name of Jesus. So Father, I come before you. Lord, bind up everything. Bind up everything in the natural, in the flesh, Lord God, and in the spirit. In the name of Jesus, I don't know what's going on. In the name of Jesus, we'll bind it up, Lord. And I thank you in advance. Now I'm the stomach. I mean, Lord, speak. Speak, Lord. Speak in a mighty way. Speak, speak, whether they hear thunder or whether we hear thunder or whether we hear an angel, Lord God, I ask you to speak. In the speak life, speak, speak what thus says the Lord, speak what we need to hear. And those that you send as ears to hear what the spirit is saying to the church, speak, Lord, I'm asking you to speak, to rain down, send the rain and the snow and make us bring forth in bud in the name of Jesus. And I thank you and I praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, bind up everything in spiritual realms. Bind up everything that's going on, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Peace be still, in Jesus' name. So, good afternoon. Stomach growling, all kinds of stuff. That's okay. It's going to go forward. That's okay. It's going to go forward. So, what I can't talk about is when our fig tree becomes a den. So when our fig tree becomes a den, so I got this in prayer. Got this in, in prayer this morning. Um, God sent a mighty word. I love the prayers. I love them. 
they're almost like exercise for me now, but I love the prayers. And so when I'm trying to, I need to remember my pages because I put my bookmarks a certain way. So when I'm in prayer, um, but when our fig trees become dense, now, you know, I was, I was preparing for this a few minutes ago to come on to speak live. Um, I got this word and then I was like, I don't know whether this is, but, mm-hmm. And it's coming from both sides. I want to hit both sides. This is a, a partially a topic that many people, I don't know whether they like to talk about it or not, because I'm not in every house of worship to know what's being said and what's not being said. So, yeah. So, the, the fig tree, we know the cursing of the fig tree. But what we have to really consider is when there is a chapter, everything goes into that chapter, usually. Um, I know like in books like uh, certain parts of Proverbs, it seemed like a mosh posh of stuff. But he it's one complete thought, the whole book. Then you break it down to chapters, but it's a complete thought. So when you see the fig tree, just it seems like it's stuck in the middle because one minute they're saying, Hosanna, um, blessed is he that come in the name of the Lord. And so they're there and they're, and they're doing this. And then he goes to the fig tree. So I'm going to read this. That's my intention. Mm-hmm. I intend to go to Nehemiah. I think it's Nehemiah 10. Yes, I intend. This is my intention is to go to Nehemiah 10 and to go to Numbers. To go to the book of Numbers, I have the page marked here. Numbers 18, and I am praying First Samuel 2, because I really need to go to, to uh, First Samuel 2. So we're going to see if we can get through this. We might only be in uh, Mark 11, how things go. So, but it says, I'm going to start in verse 1, so we can get the thought, the understanding. And when they came nigh unto Jerusalem, unto Bethany, and Bethany, Bethany is the house. Do I have a story? No, I don't. Um, one is dates and one is figs. And because we are dates, we are figs, we are some in, in the area, we are figs. So Bethany is the house of dates, which is on a palm tree. Bethany is the house of figs. So Israel is also like figs. And he talks about it in the Old Testament. They turned out to be wild figs, you know, or, or you know, some, some of them are evil. He said. But So he's going into the house of dates, the palm tree. So we're supposed to be palm trees. We should be palm trees, upright trees, upright. We're supposed to be upright in the Lord, okay? Not on our own understanding of upright. You know, we think we're upright because 
you know, in a man's sight, he think he right, right? But God, you know, he, he tries the hearts and, and he knows the spirit. He knows the spirit. So at the Mount of Olives, he, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, sends forth two of his disciples and says unto them, I didn't really have to go back this far, but I will. And says unto them, go your way into the village over against you. And as soon as you be entered into it, you shall find a colt tied, wherein never man sat. Loose him and bring him. And if any man say unto you, why do you this? Say you uh, that the Lord have need of him, and straightway he will send him hither. So this is someone that needs to meet the Lord. Never man sat on them. They may not have been in a house of worship or something. Okay. So it says, and they went their way and found the coat tied. He was bound. Okay. He was tied. And tied by the door. He's tied by the door. Okay. And without. So tied by the door on the outside. That's usually what without means on the outside, not on the inside of the door. He's not yet in Christ. He's on the outside, okay, because Christ is the door. So it says, um, in a place where two ways meet, and they loose him. See, I'm trying not to get stuck on this because what I came to talk about, I thought, and but Lord, have your way. Um, and certain of them that stood there said unto them, What do you loosing the coat? And they said unto them, Even as the Lord Jesus, the word had commanded, and they let them go. And they brought the coat to Jesus. Are we bringing anybody to Jesus? Somebody that's bound because we're supposed to, we, we came to help the prisoners, to loose the prisoners. And anyone that's outside of Christ is a prisoner. Now, whether people want to believe that or not, whether the liberty comes through Christ, whom the Son has made free. So if they don't know Christ, they've not been made free. And I'm not talking about just heard about them, just going to church. I mean to receive Christ. If we have not received Christ, if we have not been born again, okay? And, and I mean, we can deceive ourselves all kinds of ways. But if we have not been born again, we are still bound. So it says that's that's what we that's what it is. Um and they brought the cult and they brought the cult to the Lord Jesus, the word of God, and cast their garments on him. And he sat upon him. And they um, and many spread their garments in the way, and others cut down branches of the trees and strewed them in the way. And they went before and they followed. Christ saying, Hosanna, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he that even comes in the word, because that's one of his names. Okay, blessed be the kingdom of our father David, 
that comes in the name. David comes in the word of God. He comes in the word of God. You got books of Psalms, you have Samuel, you have the Chronicles. Um, David are in these. He comes in this. Okay, right? So it says, comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. And the Lord Jesus, or the word of God, entered into Jerusalem and unto the temple. So he coming, which we hope he's already there, right? But he's coming into Jerusalem and come and into the temple. And when he, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, had looked round about upon all things, examining the house, okay? Um, and now even tide was come and the Lord Jesus, the word of God went out unto Bethany with the 12. And on the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, now Bethany is the one that is the house of dates. So it says when they were come from Bethany, the Lord, he, the Lord, the word of God was hungry. And seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came in happily, or perhaps he might find anything thereon. When the Lord Jesus came, the word came to it, the word, the Lord found nothing but leaves. For the time of figs was not yet. And the Lord Jesus, the word, answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of you thereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. And they come to Jerusalem. And the Lord Jesus, the word of God, went into the temple and began to cast out them that sold and bought in the temple. And overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. And would not suffer or allow that any man should carry any vessel through the, te the temple. And the Lord Jesus the word taught saying unto them. It is, not, it, it, is it not written. My house should be called of all nations the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And when the scribes and the chief priests heard it, and, and, the, and the scribes and the chief priests heard it and sought how they might destroy him, destroy the word of God, destroy the Lord Jesus. For they feared the Lord Jesus. They feared the word of God because all the people was astonished at the Lord's doctrine or the word of God's doctrine. And when even was come, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, went out of the city. City spiritually represents even a church. So this is the thing. When our fig trees become a, a den. So I want to touch on both, both sides of this. I want to touch on both sides of this. So I am going to go um, to, I got to remember to come back, but I'm hearing it go, so I'm going to go. Um, here, 
right here. Uh, in Numbers 18 and 20, the Lord spoken to Aaron, you shall have no inheritance in their land, the children of Israel, neither shall you have any part among them. I am thy part. I am your part in your inheritance. Okay. And it says among the children of Israel. So he's saying, he said to Aaron, I am your part and your inheritance among the children of Israel. Yeah, there and others are inheritance stuff, but I am your, imagine God said, I am your inheritance. You're going to inherit me. And it says, and behold, I have given the children of, no, it says, I have given, and behold, I have given the children of Levi all the tenth in Israel for an inheritance for their service, which they serve, even the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. Tell me, what restaurant can you go in? You get nourishment for your body. But what restaurant can you go into and also get nourishment for your soul? You get nourishment for your body, and you get nourishment for your soul, and you get your mind renewed. There's none, right? The house of God. You might even get a meal at certain houses. So how is it? We go, we get nourishment. And nowadays, you don't have to go into the house. Because there's people online still bringing forth that word. There's still, Aaron represents the, the priest, the priesthood. Okay, that can also be a pastor, but the priesthood and the Levites. I'm, sh I'm not really sure whether the Levites are ministers or deacons or how that goes, right? But the tenth is given to them. So we get the institution of the tenth, the tenth from the second generation of man. The second generation of man started the institution of tithing, okay? And so it is in Genesis 4, verse 1, And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper. Of sheep. So we're the sheep, right? And so he's the keeper of the sheep. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. It's like they're almost doing the same thing because the priest or the pastor keeps the sheep. The shepherd keeps the sheep, right? And But the tiller is still preparing the heart or preparing even for the return of the Lord. we Our hearts have to be tilled and prepared, right? He's a tiller of the ground. So you get the four grounds. You get the four grounds, which is the heart. And so the a seed has to go into it for us to produce. The seed needs to produce. It says, and in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit. Oh, Cain did it first. Okay, Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering to the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstling of the flock and of the fat thereof, which fat usually 
um, symbolizes a richness or the best part. Okay. Um, it says, firstling of the flock and of the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering. This is the institution of offering. So a lot of times when we're doing our tithes, it is tied in offering. And we should be cheerful givers. We should be cheerful givers. And then the Lord tells us how it goes, the tides go, okay? Because I, I, it's like, but the priests, they get the heave offering. It says, let me see. Uh, it says in verse nine, this shall be, um, wait a minute, wait, wait. Uh, verse eight, and the Lord spoke unto Aaron, behold, I also have given you the charge of my heave offering of all the hallowed things, the holy things, the hallowed things, of the children of Israel until you have I given them by reason of the anointing into your sons by an audience forever. So they're supposed to um, get this forever. Okay, I'm going to go back in verse 6. And I behold, and I behold, I have taken your brother the Levites from among the children of Israel. To you they are given as a gift for uh, for the Lord to do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. God gives us the order of everything because God is order. Okay. So we don't have to, uh, try to make up our own order, which has, you know, has been done. Men has put their hand to God's order to try to change his order, but God has given order. He allowed Moses to write the law and then God, put pieces like this is what is this is what I'm going to do. So and this is what I want. He says, "And I behold, I have taken your brother the Levites from among the children of Israel. To you they they are given as a gift of the Lord to do service of the tabernacle of the congregation. Therefore, you and your sons, he's still talking to Aaron, with you will keep the priest's office for everything of the altar and within the veil, and you shall serve. And um, I have given your priest's office office unto you as a service of a of gift. Okay, and the stranger that comes nigh shall be put to death. No stranger should be in the priest's office. So stranger, somebody God don't know, unbeliever, sinner, that. And the Lord spoke unto Aaron, behold, I also have given you the charge over my heave offering of all the hollow things of the children of Israel unto you have I given them by reason of the anointing and to your sons and by the audience forever. This shall be yours of the most holy things reserved from the fire, every ovulation or, or offering of theirs, every meat offering of theirs, every sin offering of theirs, every trespass offering of theirs, which they all render unto me shall be most holy for you and for your sons. So he has, he has put in order things that are supposed to be given to our priests, pastors, shepherds, okay, and to the Levites, those serving in the tabernacle, those that that serve. He's specific with that. And so it was instituted 
willingly in the second generation of man. And then you go into Abraham or Abram given to the order of Meshezedek, the 10th. I believe it was a 10th. Let me check and see what it says. Because we need to know why we're doing stuff. It's not, you know, in a lot, I'm not giving men my money. I'm not giving. Well, guess what? This is probably why you're struggling with it. Because uh, with your money, because it's not yours. God has, has given us everything that we have. God has given us everything that we have. There is nothing we did on our own. There is no coincidences in this thing. God has given us an order. He's laid down the order. And it's, it's for us to follow the order. It's for us to follow the order. Mm -hmm. That's and and this is why we're in the the mess that we're in because we are trying to change God's order. Okay, it should be around here. Let me get the. Uh, it should be around here. I'm probably going to have to look it up for, uh, I'm going to look it up because the Lord, the Lord has done it. The Lord has done it. And we're trying to do, uh, we're trying to do our own thing. And I know I may not be able, there we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In the name of Jesus now. So, uh, let me see if it tells me what chapter here, because I know it's in Genesis. It's in Genesis. Now work with me here. Work with me. Let me see. Because we, we, we think we have the right to do things the way we want to do things. Why are you only showing me Hebrews here? Okay, Genesis 14. Thank you very much. Thank you kindly. Okay, so it says here. Let me see. Uh, why is this the order of Meshachedek? 14, 18, and the Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy and forgiving the inequity of, of transgression and by no means clearing. Anyways, I'm not going to, but y'all know I'm going to, I'm going to look for this thing because the thing is, right? No, that don't, that, oh, oh my, <laughs> my fault. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it says here in verse 17, of Genesis 14, I'm in numbers. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him. Okay. Uh should be Abram. Um, after his return from the slaughter, yeah. Of uh, the Chaldon Lemona, uh-huh. And of the kings that were with him at the valley of Shaba, which is the king's dell, and Meshezedek, king of Salem. My God, brought forth bread and wine 
and he was the priest of the Most High God. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High God, which have delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him tithe of all. It don't say the tenth. But there is a tenth. There is a tenth the Lord talks about in scripture. There is a tenth. There is a tenth. And we have to do this thing in God's order. We don't have the right to change God's order on either side. On either side, we don't have the right to change God's order on either side. On either side. So I'm going to go into, um, I'm going to go into, um, I'm going to go into, go back to Mark, Mark 11. Now he says um, in Mark 11 and 15, it says, and they came to Jerusalem, and Jesus went into the temple and began to cast out them that sold and brought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers in the seats of them that sold doves. Now, we know the doves symbolize the anointing, and that's what a lot of us are doing. We're selling our gifts, our anointed gifts. We are selling the anointing on our lives. Even in the temple, we're doing a lot of selling. And some could justify and say, because people are not giving their tithes and offering. But if God has set a thing so, it's his responsibility. A lot of times we are maybe doing things that our church is not ordained to do. And, and it's, it may be something very good, but it may be taxing the church. It's taxing the church. And we forget everybody income is not the same. I have been the widow with two mites. And it's like, you're the widow with two mites and you can't, you can't participate in something going on in the church because you can't afford to be there. That is not God's order. That is not his order. And if we are truly a church of prayer, prayer is the most powerful, along with faith in the word of God, is the most powerful weapon. So imagine if the church can pray and Peter get loosed, if the church can pray and all these things, if they could stand around Paul looking like he's been stoned to death and we can pray, God has an order. God has the responsibility of taking care of his church, his people, his sheep, his pastor. He is already set in order. He's already set in an order. He has. And we have to have faith in the order of God because on both sides, we have just gone into our own thing on both sides. A lot of people think they can come and eat and we're going to give an account for this. We are going to give an account whether we are giving a Cain offering or able offering. And we're going to give an account if we're selling in his temple. We're going to give an account for that. We're going to give an account because he's still the same. He's still the same. And 
he says, and they went into the, and Jesus, the Lord, the Lord, the word of God, the word of God went into his temple. So the word of God know his order because it's the word of God. The word of God created all things. So the word of God is in the temple. And so in the temple, the word of God should be. So this is the issue with the fig tree. When he comes to us, we should look like his word. What is his order? He's already set forth the order. So our, what we're doing and what we look like and what we're producing shall match what the word of God says. Otherwise, you're saying, okay, because in, uh, in John, it's like, dunge this tree. Just get rid of this tree. Get rid of this tree because these last years, or I think it's like these last three years, it hasn't produced anything. And he said, no, I'm going to dunge around it. And then did it because it's supposed to, we are supposed to look like what God order says for us, what the word of God says. He has given us instructions on everything. And when we start to put our hand to it and we want to build palaces, the tiff might not cover that. And then it may, depending on if the people heart are right, we should not have to push people to give tithes because they already know the offering. Most of us that heard about Cain and Abel. So we know if we give a Cain, Cain offering, woe is us. And we know if we give an Abel offering, even, even our blood would talk from the ground. We already know that. We already know that. We know that. We know it's a tenth for your tithe. But it's tied in offering. Like we we don't want to offer nothing to God. Those those jobs, that everything, that apartment, that mortgage, God gave it to us. He gave us the house. He didn't give us the mortgage, but He gave us the house. He gave us the apartment. He gave us the job. He gave us the car. We a lot of times are living outside our means because we're trying to look like the Joneses. Who's trying to look like the Joneses? Who's trying to look like the Joneses? Who's struggling? So every Jones is struggling because we're trying to look like them. We want, we want all these blessings from God, but we don't want to give nothing back. And everybody going to heaven. Everybody going to heaven outside of God's order. Really? He said nothing will get in that defiles. And anything that make a lie. So anything that goes against the word is a lie. Everything that goes against and is not written in his word Everything that has the order, we have the word right here and, and we got to keep studying to show ourselves. And so if we don't choose to study to show ourselves, we don't know what's supposed to be going where, who's supposed to be receiving what, what's supposed to be happening because we don't want the order of God, but we want the fact of God. How that work? How that work? We don't even do that. But we expect God to do that. We don't even want to be disrespected. But we expect to, to come to God like that. We expect to come to God. And everybody going to be in heaven with God dancing. Everybody going to be there. Because they knew. So we can say, Lord, Lord. We either going to be the five wise or the five foolish. It's, it's just that simple. The church needs to function. The people need to partake in the functioning, but the priest can't go outside of the order. Cannot. It's, it's tough. Ministry is tough. Yes, it is. Overhead, all this stuff. But let's, let's go back to the basics. Let's go back to the basics. I mean, people even crying on, on 
on lives. Yeah, your bill got to be paid. Yes, it does. And and people coming and eating from people serving the word of God and they coming and eating and they getting up and walking. At least you can share the video for somebody else to eat too. I mean, really. But everybody going to heaven with bad hearts. Everybody going to heaven. We need to <laughs> stop deceiving ourselves. We need to stop deceiving ourselves. Everybody ain't going to heaven. Especially nobody with no bad heart. Because he tells us. I'm going to close with this. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. The priest have to do right. The people have to do right. God is holding us accountable because he know who they heard his word. Those that have those that know will be beat with many stripes. Those that don't, they still gonna get beat with fruit stripes. You should have been there trying to hear. That's you know, it's just I I I I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna read this and I um then I'm gonna go to uh uh this one right here and then I'm out of here. I came with this word. I better do this one first. I better do this one first. Um, Matthew 13, and then I'm going to close with 1 Samuel. I'm not going into Nehemiah. I don't even know who else. Um, so it says, Matthew 13 and 47. Again, the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. Heaven. Everybody want to go to heaven. Now, whether we believe there's a hell or not, it's full. No, it ain't full. It's going to be full. And there's more people in hell than there is in heaven because we don't want God's order. And he said, nothing that defiles is going to get in. The unbeliever, he said, let me let me run there quick, okay? So, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't did this one, you know, this one my favorite. But this is this is what the truth is. We gotta, and then nobody wanna hear the truth. Nobody wanna hear the truth. But everybody going to heaven. We can't spend. An hour with God a day, but we're going to spend eternity with him later on. <laughs> we, 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 we can't spend an hour with God, even sometime a week, here on this side. But we're going to cross over to Jordan and be with God all eternity in the midst of him. He in the midst of us, all we're going to be hearing is the word all eternity, what's right and righteous, because, that, you know. But here on earth, here in on this side of Jordan, in this life, we can't spend time with him a day, a week, a month. But we know he's a very present help in trouble when we get in trouble. But yet we're going to be with uh, rest in peace. We all going to be with him in, in eternity. Like, we all getting on the ark this time. Okay, so it says that Revelation 21 and 8, but the fearful, unbelieving, and vulnerable, anything that's in about anything, anytime you see the word abomination, whatever is connected to it, the invulnerable, okay? Murderers, whether physical or with your mouth, okay? It says, and whoremongers, anybody that's unfaithful to God. Sorcerers. We then went through this list. Whatever you believe in, in dirt, rocks, horses, whatever you believe in, it, angels, 
stars, good luck, bad luck, all this stuff. Um, idolaters, okay? We know you got idols. And all liars, anything going against the word of God, the word of God is the way, the truth. And so anything that's not in the way and the truth in the life is a lie. So it says, shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone. That don't sound like heaven. I don't want to go to that, okay? Which is the second death. That's that's a wrap. That's all eternity. So it says in here um, in Matthew 13, 47, again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a net, okay? Fishing net that was cast into the sea, the world, cast into the sea and gathered of every kind, which when it was full at the end, the, the end, right? End of the world. They drew to shore and sat down and gathered the good into vessels, but cast the bad away. So what would be bad? Anything that's not in God's righteousness. Anything not in God's order. It says, so shall it be at the end of the world. The angels shall come forth and sever, cut, divide the wicked from among the just and they shall cast them into the furnace of fire there should be wailing in the national teeth they're going to be talking about what they knew they should have been doing wailing in the national teeth it says he here and i uh 1 samuel 3 22 now eli a priestly name the name of the priest the name of the priesthood eli god's one of god's names okay was very old and heard all that his sons did. Uh, his sons. Now Eli's sons were sons of Bilal, one of the devil's names. They knew not the Lord, and the priest's custom with the people was that when any man offered sacrifice, the priest's office, the priest's servants came while the flesh was in the cether with a fit, uh, flesh hook of three teeth in the hand and he struck it into the pan and the kettle or the cauldron or pot all that the flesh hook brought up the priest took for himself so they did in shiloh unto all the israelites that came thither also before they burnt the fat the priest's servants came and said to the man that sacrificed give flesh to roast for the priest for he will not have sodden flesh for uh, of thee, but raw. And if any man said unto him, Let them not fail to burn the fat presently, and then take as much as your soul desire, then he would answer him, Nay. But you shall give it me now, and if not, I will take it by force. Even people doing them tax returns. I'm just saying. And it says uh, here, skipping down, verse, uh, verse, okay, verse 30, yeah. Yeah. verse 27. And there came a man of God unto Eli, that same priest with his sons of the sons of Bilal, and said unto him, so the sons, they don't necessarily have to be 
Oh, well, this one do. But the sons are anyone under that teaching, anyone under the order of God. Okay? It says, there came a man of God unto Eli and said unto him, Thus says the Lord, Did I plainly appear unto the house of your father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? And did I choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to offer upon my altar, to burn incense, to wear an ephod, ephod be, uh, before me? And did I give unto the house of your father all the offerings made by fire of the children of Israel? Wherefore, kick you at my sacrifice and my offering, which I have commanded in my habitation and honors your son above your sons above me to make yourselves fat with the chiefest of all the offerings of Israel, my people. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel says, I said indeed that your house, any of us that's doing this, that your house um, and the house of your father shall walk before me forever. But now the Lord says, be it far from me, for them that honor me I will honor, and them that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Behold, the days come that I will cut off your arm and your arm in the arm of your father's house that shall not uh, be an old man in your house, and you shall see an enemy in your habitation, and in all the wealth which God shall give Israel, and there shall not be an old man of your house forever. And the man, I'm in First Samuel two and thirty-three. And the man of your, and the man of yours, whom I shall not cut off from my altar, shall be to consume your eyes and to grieve your heart. And all the increase of your house shall die in the flower of their year of their age. And this shall be a sign unto you. That shall come upon your two sons, on Hephni and Phinehas, and one day they shall die, both of them. And I will raise me up a faithful priest that shall do according to that which is in my heart and my mind, which is the word of God. It says, and I shall build him a sure house, it's sure, and he shall walk before my anointed forever. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is left in your house shall come and crotch to him for a piece of silver and a morsel of bread and shall say, put me, I pray thee, into one of the priests' office that I may eat a piece of bread. That's the word of God for the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Let us not get bitter. Let us get delivered so we can walk in the order of God and truly meet at the gate with access to get in. In the name of Jesus. Peace.